Life with diabetes has some highs and lows, but just like in a normal life, you can make choices which help to make your life easier, improve your health and well-being. In the Diabetic and Healthy podcast, we show you how to do just that. We're here to help you put your diabetes worries behind so that you can start enjoying life with a sky-high smile on your face. So let's meet our host for today's show. Here's Charlotte. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Diabetic and Healthy podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. Um, This week's episode is me sharing my top 10 tips for living a healthy life with diabetes. So I'm going to get straight into it with tip number one. So number one is move more. Now, I'm not talking about full-blown exercise. I'm not talking about workouts or going to a gym. I'm talking about just making sure you move more and stay a bit more active day to day. So simple things like taking the stairs uh, rather than the lift or the escalator. Um, One that I've mentioned previously is parking further away from the supermarket entrance. Now, this might sound silly, but it's almost built into us that you go to the supermarket and we all aim for the lazy parking space. So we drive around and we get as close to the doors as we can. Like we forget that we can actually walk across a car park. So next time you go to the supermarket, park on the other side of a car park. And just by doing that straight away, you're increasing your your daily step count. Um, If you're um and ahhing about a short journey where it's possible that you can walk, make sure you walk. Don't take the car, just just walk. Um, And another one, I know a lot of people have kind of quite sedentary based jobs. So it might be that you're, you're in an office job, so you're sat down a lot of the day. Just little things can make a difference, like standing up to make your phone calls. Um... I don't have an issue with this because I've got a really annoying habit of kind of pacing around (laughs) when I'm on the phone. I literally can't sit still. So I'm sure the days that I make phone calls, I'm actually, uh, my step count is is a lot higher than other days. (laughs) But um, yeah, just just by standing up to make your phone calls um, can help. So it's just putting all these little changes in day to day to try and increase your daily activity, increase your step count. So by maximizing the steps that you take and staying active, not only does it help to regulate your blood sugars, but it's actually really good for weight management as well, if that's kind of something you're working on. So tip number one, that was move more. Tip number two, stay hydrated. So this is a really, really simple one, but it's so, so important. So the uh, the guidelines, obviously it, it does depend person to person. It depends on your activity levels, how much exercise you're doing, that kind of thing. But um, generally you need to be aiming for around two litres a day. So whether that's water or, or squash, um, I know some people don't don't particularly like sugar-free squash because of the um, the sweeteners and things like that. But personally, I do drink quite a lot of squash because it's the only way that I I, I drink that amount. You know, I only drink two to three liters 
if uh, it's got some kind of flavour to it. Um, you could also flavour your water if you're a bit like me and you don't, don't like just water on its own. You can flavour it with um, lemon, but put some lemon in your water or... In the summer, I quite like putting strawberries in my water to, to kind of cut down the amount of squash that I have. Um, but yeah, you're aiming for around two litres a day. I mean, this is this is important anyway, but it's super important if you have diabetes. So dehydration can have a massive impact on your blood sugar levels, even if you're a little bit dehydrated. Because basically the less water in your body means the, the higher the blood sugar concentration so sometimes you might have days where you've done you know as far as you're concerned you've done nothing different maybe you've been quite active but your blood sugar levels are, are creeping up um and, and sometimes it can be as simple as you you haven't drunk enough water or you're you know you're not hydrated enough so it is a really important one um again just a little tip that helps me i always keep a uh, like a sports bottle drinks bottle um and uh, yeah get my fluids into me that way I have like a like a one liter bottle I suppose it is so that means you're only refilling it two or three times a day it's also easier to keep track of how much you've drunk if you have one of those bottles um and it's it kind of cuts out the time of having to refill a glass eight to ten times a day um so yeah that's my tip number two stay hydrated okay my third tip is get enough sleep now I know this can be easier said than done like trust me I have a toddler (laughs) I'm well aware that it's not not always that easy for example last night my two-year-old went to bed at midnight and was up again from quarter to five this morning so I have not had enough sleep (laughs) so I know it's not always possible but what I'm saying is when you can do prioritize getting enough sleep because it really can have a big knock-on effect so um, lack of sleep can really really affect your appetite so not only can it affect the um, the amount that you're eating but also your food choices so we tend to we tend to want sugar if if we're tired um, and, and more kind of carby snacks so in turn that's then going to affect your your blood sugars um, it also impacts your mood if you're tired it certainly impacts my mood <laughs> um, uh, and again, you know, that can also have an effect on your on your blood sugars. So, you know, sleep is really important. So do try and, and get enough when you can. Um, if you're someone that struggles to sleep, um, I know sometimes if you have like a really busy day or a really busy evening and you go straight from busy to trying to get to sleep, it can be a bit of a challenge. So try and have yourself a bit of a, a wind down in the evening. Uh, that was wind down not wine by the way <laughs> by the way wind down uh, kind of chill out in the evening um you know uh, we get we get told about children having a, a kind of a bedtime routine but there's definitely something in that so just having that period of kind of chilling out and slowing down and relaxing before we go to bed can really really help your sleep so yes that's my tip number three is to get enough sleep uh, number four, I am a personal trainer, so this had to be in there. <laughs> it's exercise. Um, and, and when I say exercise, anything is better than nothing. 
So there's, you know, there's so much choice now. You can go to the gym, you can do home workouts, just just walking, um, swimming, you know, whatever it is um, that you enjoy or whatever you hate the least. I know not everyone likes exercise, but honestly, the benefits are, are more than worth it. So the five fundamentals of fitness are cardio endurance, muscular strength, muscular endurance, uh, flexibility and body composition. So in a perfect world, you know, you'd want to be working on all of these things, but you can't go from just from naught to 100. So just make a start somewhere. If you're not a very active person and you feel like you're not getting enough exercise, just make a start. Find something, maybe something you can do with a friend if that's possible. Um, Something that you can work into your kind of day-to-day routine, even if it's a quick workout, like first thing in the morning, like a little home workout. Um, It can have such a positive um, such positive impact on your blood sugar levels, um, and and also just on your you know your health in general and your well being. So do try to um, exercise and then kind of build it up so it really becomes part of your routine and and you're doing it frequently. Um, yeah, so that's number four. Um, so regular exercise. Number five is keeping a fitness journal. So uh, in previous episodes, I talk about things you have to take into account, uh, you know, all the kind of extra things you have to think about if you have diabetes and you're you're getting into exercise. Um, but what's really helpful is to keep a bit of a journal when you when you first start exercising. So document your workouts, take note of, um, we take note of things like how you're feeling, what your blood sugars are doing, and then the type of workout that you're doing. If then you want to monitor your blood sugar levels afterwards and make note of those, because different exercise will affect your blood sugars differently. So again, I do talk about this in more detail in a previous episode. Um, basically some types of exercise can lower your blood sugar levels but some can actually make them spike so by keeping a journal you can really document um, what effect different exercises having on you personally and then it's a good way of learning to kind of adapt your your management your diabetes management your injections um, around your your exercise um, and by doing a journal, it's actually quite interesting. You can, you start to see patterns around a type of, you know, the type of workout you're doing and, and what your blood sugar does following that. So yeah, number five is to keep a fitness journal. Um, number six, eat a varied diet. So if you do follow my podcast regularly, um, and you follow me on social media, you will know that I don't agree with any kind of fad diets, uh, you know, celebrity diets, juicing diets, these kind of things. So don't be too restrictive, even if you're trying to lose weight. If you're too restrictive, it just doesn't work. Um, you just need to be eating a healthy, balanced diet. And I say a varied diet. So by varied, I mean a variety of different foods. And by eating a variety of different foods, it ensures that your body gets everything that it needs in terms of vitamins and minerals, and it makes sure that you're not you're not kind of lacking anything important. Um, so yeah, e- eating a varied diet will again really help your health in general, 
um, and you know a, a balanced diet is recommended for people with diabetes. Um, number seven, so another really important one is don't expect perfection. So what I mean by this is diabetes is it's complicated. It's, it's a really complex condition. And if you're expecting your numbers to be perfect all the time, or if that's what you're striving for, it really can end up being extremely frustrating because you're, you're trying to mimic, you're trying to mimic something that other people's bodies are doing for themselves. Okay. That's, that's what we're aiming for. Um, so, so getting perfect numbers all the time is just not realistic and that's okay. So it's learning that, that it really doesn't have to be perfect. You, you can just do the best that you can <laughs> and that's fine. Um, but you know, I do come across a lot of people that really beat themselves up over their blood sugar levels and, and kind of focus on, you know, they've, they've had awesome control, but there'll be one spike or one hypo and, it, and it's very easy to become kind of fixated on that and, and see that as a negative rather than just looking at it and going, oh yeah, actually, why did that happen? And oh, I can see maybe I didn't inject enough there or I over-injected here or, um, and, it, and it's, it's finding that balanced view, I suppose, so that you're not looking at your numbers as positive or negative. You're just, you're just learning from them. Um, and just live live the healthiest lifestyle that you can and, and do your best with your blood sugars. Um, yeah, that's it really. So <laughs> number seven is just just don't expect it to be perfect. And, and, you know, that's absolutely fine if your numbers are not where they need to be 100% of the time. Um, number eight is find a diet buddy. So nobody understands diabetic like a diabetic. So as much as we can talk to friends and family um, who don't have diabetes about, you know, some of our day-to-day challenges with the condition, it, there's really something really nice about speaking to someone else with diabetes. Um, I know that's not always possible. I, so I certainly don't have any kind of close friends with a condition or anything like that. But this is a really good thing about social media. Um, I've got the, the Facebook group. We've got uh we got i think we've got well over a thousand members in the diabetic and healthy community um which is uh, one of the facebook groups at the moment so things like that are ideal for this you can find people that totally on your wavelength um know exactly what you're talking about when you when you discuss things in in diabetes language um and it really can just make a difference just just to have someone um to relate to more than anything so yeah Find, find yourself someone with diabetes that you can talk to these things about, even if it is in, in one of the forums or, you know, in an online group or something like that. Um, it's just really nice sometimes to to talk about things with, with another diabetic. So that was number eight. Find a diet buddy. Um, number nine. If it's not working, try something else. So by this, I mean, if you're... I mean, we've, we've all been there, go through stages and your blood sugars just seem out of control and it can seem like a real kind of battle every day. You're just, you're just fighting with your condition because it, it gets really exhausting. If it's yo-yoing, you normally have like a, a spike following a hypo and then 
I don't know it for me definitely I've I've had days where it really just is up down up down up down and it's really exhausting and you can kind of get into this pattern of not not really I think not really taking note of what they're doing and you're, you're just trying your hardest every day but actually you're trying the same thing so if you're doing that and it's not working just just stop what you're doing strip everything right back take it back to basics and try something else so by taking it back to basics I mean you know start writing down your blood sugar levels or if if you use um, an app or anything like that just start documenting it again document what you're injecting what you're eating and even if for a very short period of time that means eating the same things at the same time each day but just by taking things back and and doing things structured like that it really can help to to calm your blood sugars back down um and you, you can kind of start again it's kind of like resetting them a little bit so yeah number nine if it's not working try something else or take it back to basics number 10 really really important one um be kind to yourself so diabetes is tough you no matter how good you are at it (laughs) it's it's tough and I think um most of us don't give ourselves enough credit that we are you know we're dealing with this condition every day you might be a really a really busy person whether you're whether you're working or kind of looking after your family whatever it is you're facing all of the challenges that everyone else faces, but also you're managing this condition, which can be a full-time job in itself. And it's very easy to not give yourself credit for that. So I think it's really important to to celebrate the small wins. You know, shout about it when it's it's an achievement for you. And again, this is really good for if you're in kind of social media groups for people with diabetes, things like that, because we appreciate that you know other people with diabetes appreciate what it's like to oh today you know I woke up and my blood sugar was this or you know I've managed to keep it in range for this amount of time or or whatever it is which to someone else might not seem like a massive deal but we we should celebrate those wins because it, it becomes very easy to beat yourself up about when your blood sugar isn't doing what you want it to do but I think we probably don't celebrate the the, the positives enough um Again, it comes back to accept it. It won't be perfect. So there's always going to be days where it doesn't behave. But, you know, that's okay. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Sorry, frog in my throat. Um, Number 10 is be kind to yourself. So I am just going to do a quick recap of those 10 tips for you once more. And I will also pop them on the website. So number one was move more. Number two, stay hydrated. Number three, get enough sleep. Number four, um, exercise regularly. Number five, keep a fitness journal. Number six, eat a diet. Number seven, don't expect perfection. Number eight was find a diet buddy. Number nine, if it's not working, try something else. And number 10, super important to be kind to yourself. So I really hope that you have found those tips helpful. Um, 
Thank you so much again for listening. If you have enjoyed today's episode, please do leave a review um, or drop me an email and, and let me know what you thought. So my email address is charlotte at diabeticandhealthy.com and uh, remember to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. So again, thank you for listening and until next time, stay safe. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a healthy and happy life continues. Head on over to diabeticandhealthy.com and join the conversation with other diabetics and their families. All the information in this episode is not designed to replace the advice from the health professional team looking after you and your diabetes. Before making any significant lifestyle changes, do consult them with your doctor.